0: No, what made me want to read it was the fact that it was first don't. Sorry fucking, for being
1: a hater. Yeah, no. Know.
0: First, don't fucking interrupt me. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the middle of a description. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then I'll get back to your question. Alright. Having fun isn't hard when you got a library card. Having fun isn't hard when you got a library card. Good answer, good
1: answer. Good answer. What's up? It's the librarians. I am Luca, and I'm Anderson, and today we are drinking apple beverages. We didn't even introduce the book yet.
0: We introduced the book first, and then I say this today- This is we're a show about
1: beverages. This is a show about beverages. We're reading a long stretch of bag days. Hey, Luca, what are we drinking today? I'm drinking crumb apple ale, an aggressively laid-back beer. And we are I'm, not sponsored. We are not sponsored, and I'm drinking
0: a refreshing crisp reds
1: hard apple cider.
0: Cheers. Cheers. Um, today we'll be recording in front of a live studio audience. Ava, would you like to? No. Okay. Okay. Slay. Why don't we give? Ooh, that is refreshing and crisp. Right. It is very. Refreshing. I feel aggressively laid back. I <laughs> because of this. All right. So let's talk about.
1: a Long a stretch of bad, bad days. days.
0: Do you want to give a, a brief summary of the
1: book? Um, yeah. Alright, so this book was a mystery book. I knew that. Oh, so you knew about the plot of the book before coming into it? (laughs) (laughs) I knew a little bit about the plot of the book before coming into it. I knew there were two girls on the cover, and I said, that sounds fun. (laughs) Ways to make you sound like a you are normal. Um... So basically, the plot of this book is that there's this girl, Lydia Chass, as she will tell you many times. So many the- times. So many times. She's in the her first name. fucking chapter. Because I'm Lydia Chass. I'm a Chass. So many know. times through the book. But enough about Lydia Chass. There's also Bristol Jameson. And you need to know their names because there's a long history of families in this town. It's a small town where everybody knows each other. And so what happens to them is that they are unable to graduate high school because um, the guidance counselor who was a drunk was a drug, fucked up their credits and they needed one history credit to graduate that they didn't get. So what they decide to do is they decide to do a podcast together over the summer, one that um, Lydia was already doing. Um, and base it around the long stretch of bad days. Do you want to tell us what the long stretch of bad days was? The long stretch of bad days was a series of three days where
0: there was a murder, the only murder in this town that remained unsolved. Then there was a tornado that destroyed everything. And in the aftermath of the tornado as people's dogs were out and stuff and the dog catcher was catching them and taking them to the, the pound, the pound got flooded and all the dogs died.
1: All right, so there were a lot of bad things that happened in the bad long stretch of bad days, and it's kind of like a um, infamous period of the town's history. Um, and so, this podcast is kind of about the girls getting wrapped up in the mystery of not the long this stretch, podcast, not this podcast. The one in the book is about the two girls getting wrapped up in the mystery behind a murder that took place during the long stretch of bad days, which leads to even darker secrets than they had ever bargained for.
0: I think he did a very good job of summarizing the book and pretty much hit all the points that I would have hit. Yeah. The only thing I feel like it's important for our listeners to note is that the cover makes this look like, in my opinion, like this could be Life is Strange fanfiction. I thought so too. It looks very it doesn't it doesn't read like serial numbers got filed off or anything, but somebody was drawing like when they were drawing the cover took a lot what? of inspiration. Yeah.
1: They were like Max Caulfield. <laughs> I love Max, Max Caulfield. Caulfield.
0: Which is hilarious because like they're described differently in the books, in the book, mm-hmm. the singular book. Um, they're described differently in it. So, like, when you look at that cover, you're like, who the fuck is that supposed
1: to be? Right, because they don't have the right hair colors or, or hair length hair. or anything like that. It started off as being, like, believably, like, okay, I guess this could be Victoria Chase and Chloe Price um, fanfic, which, I mean, I still think it could be. It could be. It could be. But, like, I don't know what, Miss Mindy, I don't know what Miss Mindy gets into. I mean, probably library things, and honestly, slay. Yeah, slay so, for her being a librarian. So this is a
0: Midi- McGuinness book. She's written a few other books that I've not read. One of which is an a cast a Castle Mont- Montiato retelling. Do you I know mean, what that's correct? Do you know what that is? What the, you know? The Edgar Allan Poe story. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. No, and yeah. I, I
1: thought you were asking about the book that she wrote that's based on it, yeah. which I am maybe familiar with. It's called the, the Initial Insult. It
0: involves a young lady being trapped with a panther. That's sick. That, yeah. And the covers are a she sleigh. Eaten? I have no idea. I think she does. The covers cool. are a
1: sleigh. Um, first off, let's talk about that cover. That cover is a sleigh. The cover's a sleigh. Yeah. That's what made me want to pick it yeah. up. Like, at this point in my life, I have only so much time for, for books. I have a finite amount of time in this earth and a finite amount of books that I'm going to read. And if the cover of the book is not good, I'm not, not going to read it. But the cover of this book was good. It's like. and that's why I picked it up. Um, so do you want to talk plot or characters first? I want to talk about. Let's talk about characters. Let's start right in the beginning, the with beginning. how uh, our good friend Lydia Chass is characterized. So, as you know. I took a lot of notes.
0: Mm-hmm. I have, for our listeners at home or in their cars or at the gym or wherever you listen to podcasts, um, I take notes. fair. I wouldn't say fairly detailed, but I, I basically, whenever I get a good quote and I want to remember something, I'll, t- I'll take down the quote
1: and I'll make a little note of it. I started taking notes with this one and then I just stopped because it was just taking too long. Yeah,
0: that's the issue is that like as soon as I get to like the last quarter of the book, I'm like, I'm fucking done with this. I want to be done. So I'll just stop writing Mm -hmm. notes. Um, This book starts off with a doozy of a quote, which is, I don't mind living in a small town. I just don't want to die in one, which is my favorite lyric by Fall Out (laughs) Boy. Like my favorite song by Fall Out Boy, I should say.
1: Man, um, I hear the guitars in the background. Yeah, by Kim uh, Song. Yeah. It, this book comes
0: immediately out the gate with you need to know who this character is. Yeah, and tells you absolutely jack shit about that character. That
1: is the one thing that I honestly not not to um you know show our cards before we play them, but um I liked this book. I did also like this book. However, this is one of the qualms I had with this book, was that in the beginning, the book was very caught up with telling me how I should feel about this character and what I should know about this character, but also simultaneously not telling me anything about this And also this making her
0: insanely unlikable in the first chapter.
1: Yeah, and it stops after that kind yeah. of. But like the first chapter, she just comes off as like a hardened, like noir <laughs> detective.
0: I think I make a joke later on about like, like oh, it was that. Uh, never mind. It's when Bristol is smoking a ton. Yeah, and she. It's like. Crystal downs an energy drink and drains her, um, yeah. her va- like three he vape cartridge. Va- I also
1: made a note of that because I was like, she drained her vape. Yeah, like is she okay? Yeah, so I mean. She has a micro, like it's not a micro, it's a macroplastic at this point, <laughs> like in her throat, blocking her airway. Yeah, I think I made the joke that it was just like,
0: yeah, Crystal finished off her second cigarette and downed a whiskey. <laughs> yeah,
1: oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So, in her sorrow, drowning her sorrows in the whiskey, she looked into the glass and saw an image of her ex. Damn, that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here's a great quote. But I'm Lydia Chass,
0: and I'm done with that. Like, how, who are you to me, 17 year old girl? I don't know you. She was very
1: preoccupied with telling us that her family had some sort of influence or, like, sway and like she needed to be a certain way because of who she was but without at all telling us and why also that seems to be like a completely
0: perceived ideal because never in the book i don't think aside from the, her, their her parents being like pretty preoccupied with appearances, appearances they're never like Baby girl, like you gotta go to an Ivy League. Right. It's always just
1: like, no, get good grades, so you can get scholarships, right? Because we're poor now, right? Um, and she is like, it needs to be an Ivy League school. Yeah. Like I need to go to Harvard or Yale or Princeton or, or whatever. whatever has a good journalism program, right? Um, she wants to be a journalist very badly. Yeah.
0: The of chast- veneer has always kept me on the safe side as a social acceptability. But while I might have my dad's eyes. The volatility that lurks beneath them can't always be hidden. This is the first chapter.
1: It feels very like, yeah, I'm a run down PI. Yeah, down on my luck again. The volatility that lurks beneath my eyes from years of staring down the
0: barrel of a of, of a, a gun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> always caught between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, and slips around my neck <laughs> as I tighten the like the the rope. With every
1: case I solve. And it's just like,
0: girl, you're
1: 17. And she somehow knows that her guidance counselor not only knows that he has a drug problem, but like goes so far as to... Go to his desk and know exactly where to pull out his benzos, or as she puts it, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Benzo's He doesn't have
0: the recovery time to stop me when I open the second drawer to unearth a bag of vacuum-unmarked pills. And if Mr. Benzo does want to how take them, how did she
1: know <laughs> which drawer?
0: It's never explained. There's
1: one thing knowing that someone is clearly like has has a drug or drinking problem. It's another thing to be like, oh, yeah, in your second drawer of your desk on the left hand side under the post-it notes.
0: It's giving, I know you're an alcoholic because you can't put your phone charger in correctly. And so there's scratches. It's giving BBC Sherlock is what (laughs) I'm trying to say. Um, if you were trying. Whenever I
1: think about that, I think of. Have you ever seen the movie Eight Crazy Nights? No. It's a Hanukkah movie. Love that. We um, need more of
0: those, I think. It's true. Um,
1: Adam Sandler's. <laughs> of course he yeah. is. Um, and in the beginning, his character's drunk and tries to put the key into his car's door to like unlock it. And he keeps like scraping it against the paint. And just like. You see the paint of his car is just all fucked up. And it's like. There's our uh, Chekhov's <laughs> Chekhov's uh, paint scratch. Okay,
0: I don't. Okay, I'll learn about that later. Um, so she then meets Bristol, and in my opinion, it gets weirdly flirty, like almost immediately. Yeah. Um, here is a quote from.
1: The third chapter. And you really need to, like, read the quote yourself to understand the degree yeah. of, like, they, where is this going between they meet, them? They
0: meet to, like, talk about, like, this potential project for the first time. And Bristol's like, so we fucking or what? Literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. Just like, what? Um, of appropriate depth and scope, I add mockingly. Sounds like a trigger warning before a por- porno. They told me the same thing, but I told them where to stick it. Sounds like the script for the same porno. I shoot back. She turns to face me for the first time. It that sounds literally like the Brooklyn 99 like titled Your Sex Tape, like flirting joke that they
1: have going back and forth for a while. It's honestly there is there's chemistry between these two. <laughs> and this chemistry. as I have said, as we have read this book, I think this book would have been better. And this isn't just because I want you to pander to me. (laughs) I do want you to pander to me, but it's not just because I want you to pander to me. This would have been better if the characters had just kissed. I think that they have more chemistry than the romance (laughs) books. (laughs) So we
0: have read. They have more chemistry than Cat and Piper. They have more chemistry than um, Hot Dog Girl or whatever the fuck her girlfriend's name was. <laughs> than hot hot, hot hot Dog. Hot Dog, yeah. <laughs> hot Dog and Girl. Um That's
1: mean they, they, the mean pairing in
0: The entire time. So whenever I put a book on my TBR, and everyone's going to think I'm a little neurotic about this is what I'm going to say. Sure. Is I go to both story graphs. And Goodreads, and you know I don't fuck with Goodreads no more. I'm mm-hmm. only using StoryGraph.
1: Okay.
0: I I open up the pages, the individual pages for the book. It's just hard for me to keep up with both of them. Yeah, and and I pick StoryGraph every single time. So I put the book pages up next okay. to each other, and normally StoryGraph will mark if a book is LGBTQ in its like genre descriptions, basically, okay. along with like you know if it's YA, adult, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but it's not like user added. So in Goodreads, if a book is marked as being LGBT, it's usually because a bunch of users added as such. Okay, I see. So I comp- what you're getting at? Yeah. Here. So I compare the two. Uh huh. I keep I look at them side by side. Okay. And now I'm stupid, right? Okay. I see two girls on the cover. hmm I'm like,
1: no men sound at that- all. And on that cover, I'm like. Could be good. And all the reviews for this book are like, they're such good gal pals. Yeah. They're really good. I thought it was a joke. They're great friends. I thought it was a joke. I thought everybody was just
0: making the gal pal joke. I legitimately thought that that was what was happening. I thought that everyone was like, ha ha ha, like it's so, like, oh my god, they're such good gal pals. Um, no. It was serious. And I'm not
1: going to say I feel queer baited. I don't. No that's point, not real. That's not what I'm trying to say. Okay, let me rephrase that. What I'm trying to say. That's not real. That doesn't happen. <laughs> no. All of you need no. to grow no. up. No, no,
0: no, no, no. no. <laughs> don't take my words out of context. I mean, in a situation like this, where I literally made this shit up in my head, not real.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, she gave us some puzzle pieces to work with, but yeah. like... We I don't even think she ultimately put them together. We
0: ultimately put them together in weird and interesting ways like right.
1: Ms., that Miss McGinnis did not intend for. Yeah. But what I will say is, despite all of that, I think it would have been better if those puzzle pieces I, had been meant to fit I together that way. Much more, I am a
0: person that is like, most of the time, the romance can be taken out, and the book would right. fundamentally be the exact same book, mm-hmm. if uh, unless it's a romance book, which it's a, then
1: you have no plot. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> so I remember.
0: I, I remember their names because I wrote it down. If Louis, Lou, and Seely did not get together at the end of Hot Dog Girl, mm-hmm. book would have been fundamentally the exact same. Which Would just be Lou being a terrible person to everybody around her. Right. Right. If Piper and Cat decided to just stay friends and didn't have that one weird kiss at the very end, fundamentally the exact same fucking book. Right? Right. This book would have been greatly improved upon if they had a little smooch. And
1: it was already good. And it was
0: already very good. I gave this one a... I gave it like a 4. I gave it a 4. Yeah. You were like 3.75, but I was
1: like 4. We're, we're, I like Getting it. closer to a 4. Yeah. I... Yeah. This is one of those books where I'm... I'm just I'm, not super like into mystery. That's just a me thing, you know? Yeah. Here's the thing, right? So, supposedly...
0: We're still talking about characters. Right. These two girls are supposed to come from opposite sides of the tracks. hmm Lydia being the prim and proper, mm-hmm. like, child of a well-known attorney within the area. And Bristol being from a long line, unfortunately, of, like, fair- fairly impoverished, typically, please don't get on me for this, like, women who get pregnant at- as teenagers, it's to the point where every single time she meets a person who does not know her directly, Bristol has to say, I am not pregnant.
1: Right, because there's, there's a rumor around town. Ta- not a rumor, but like a saying yeah. about the Jameson family. There where there's like, one in
0: each grade and the oldest is always pregnant. Right.
1: So she's always like, no, I'm not pregnant. Yeah.
0: So that's where they're coming from, right? And spoiler alert for the end of the book, it turns out that um, Bristol's uncle, Dover... Mm-hmm. And Lydia's dad, whose name escapes me, because she only ever calls him dad, it's written in the first person, um, used to be very good friends, and then Dover convinced Lydia's dad to partake in some crimes in order to keep him um, within his realm of influence and manipulation.
1: We'll leave
0: it at that. We'll leave it at that for right now, because we'll dive into the plot later. Mm -hmm. Um, And at this point, when... Bristol finds out that they used to have a past, like her uncle and Lydia's daddy's have a past with each other, and used to be friends, and then like had a friendship breakup over crimes. Um, she gets like weirdly, insanely emotional about it, and is like, "I don't want that to happen to us. I like, n- I don't want anything to come between us." And I was like, "You're gay. <laughs> you're yeah. you're gay and in love, and I think that it would be a wonderful bridge
1: between the two families." If they kissed. Yeah. I, I think that that narratively would be very interesting. But also, that wasn't the narrative that she was going for. and would have made for a longer book. It would have made for a longer book, I think. Which isn't bad.
0: Mm-hmm. This one was also fairly short. Yes. I want to say it was only less than 300 pages? Yeah, I think so. Oh, you mentioned this earlier... In, in our reading i should say mm-hmm. that they also gave uh Kate Vi, vi-, vi- uh, yes they do. they do they do they do
1: uptight you know do gooder right and not not just that like the uptight do gooder and like the uh the rough and problems tumble. with violence yeah. uh rough and, rough and uh, tumble yeah 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 uh you know nasty nasty bitch vibes <laughs> <laughs> um like it it does give kate vi not only in that way but also stop watching her play skyro sorry hey you are finally awake you were trying to cross the border right walked right into that imperial ambush same as us and that thief over there not only in that way but also in that like bristol was constantly described not constantly but like more than once, described as having like like scabs and scars on her knuckles, knuckles from getting punching into people and yeah. getting into fights and which having been in jail made multiple me think times. Of Kate Vi yeah. and she right she, yeah. so it it gave vibes of that. Am I saying, however, that this felt like fan fiction in its yeah. writing? No. I've read many a book that feels like fan fiction in its writing alone and doesn't remind me of any couple <laughs> at all from any other media. This did not feel like fan fiction this when I was writing. Is, I think um, Ms. McGinnis has a good hold on her prose and uh, knows what she's doing with the narrative and with characters. I'll, I'll give her that much. I think it was a, a very well-crafted book.
0: Can I briefly talk about the cold girl dinner um, trend that is slowly dying off? Do you know what girl dinner is? I, of course I know what girl dinner is. Okay. There is girl
1: dinner, girls.
0: Um, there is literally a line that I'm just like, they're having girl dinner.
1: <laughs> I don't remember this.
0: It's also a nice bonus for me because without dad at the table, we'll be indulging in some light grazing and snacks instead yeah. of a proper sit down. <laughs> Of a supper, and I was like, "Girl dinner." we were having girl, girl dinner. I'm sorry, I just came across this quote in my notes, and I had to share it with her mom. With her mom, who was a wine mom and also an almond mom, I think. Yeah, yeah, no,
1: Maybe. yeah, no. no. She no, she wasn't an almond mom. So she, she wasn't an almond mom. She was a wine oh, mom, yeah. and like just constantly drinking wine every constantly time she was drinking there, always like always drinking. Yet. Bristol's mom was the... That was... See, that's a funny Bristol's mom. Bristol Bristol's mom, mom was, like, was like the, characterized as, like, a... A cigarette a mom. A cigarette mom, um, like, f- who lives in a trailer and, mm-hmm. like... She's constantly knocking back
0: beers, offering right. beers to her underage daughter and her friend. Right. She was cool as shit. She was though. cool as fuck.
1: Um, I do... Yeah. Th- I do think she needs to stop doing that. Yeah. But she's cool. Lydia Chass's mother was also drinking every time she was in scene yep so two worlds one family <laughs> no it's two more it's two worlds two separate families one world <laughs> two families America. that happened to be this co- okay hold bit. up
0: hold up guys hold up hold up i'm connecting the dots miss mcginnis okay the dots miss mcginnis miss mcginnis thus far written one two retellings yes no way!
1: Do I... Could this be
0: a Romeo and Juliet?
1: Oh, I thought you were gonna say a Tarzan retelling a song I say? No!
0: <laughs> what about this... Okay, because no, no. I sang everyone, the song, I thought you were like... Everyone shut up. You, I everyone you were like, shut I'm up. drawing the dots no. together, no. and
1: it is Tarzan and Jane.
0: No, shut thing. the fuck up. Okay. Shut the okay. fuck up. Everyone shut up. I... Okay. You... I've never been more mad at a person in my life,
1: <laughs> and I <laughs> literally
0: yelled at you earlier for for saying, "Let's go to our beloved diner," and went to a, and you went to a different diner than I did. A diner we've only been to twice. Born in a jungle,
1: raised by apes, <laughs> drunk the fuck and fucking. It's all I creep. Tarzan, <laughs> Tarzan fanfic.
0: Anyway, anyway, this. This could have been a Romeo and Juliet situation, I think, with murder and stuff.
1: Mm. I'm not saying she
0: did do that. I'm saying she could have. She should have.
1: I don't know. All right. It, I think that McGinnis could have done that. But I don't think that that is what... Like, you could it's say this she book said. could be anything. Like, you could it's just good. be like this book could be this. This book could be that. But it's not. This book is this book.
0: Hey, remember when Bristol beat up a man and then like got, like all beat up
1: also? And yes. And Lydia was like Oh, and she <laughs> was like tending to her wounds. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember that because I was like It was so tender.
0: <laughs> it was tender too. It was like 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 rubbing her hands over like yes. her bleeding knuckles. Yes. There was a lot of hand touching. There was a lot of
1: hand touching. And I I don't do that with my friends who I am platonic with. I mean, I do. You, you be touching hands? Are you just rubbing and touching? Yeah. We do that in the gym all of the time. You would do that, and I allow it. That's not what you... You know what? I'm not good to do this. <laughs> That's not series. what you said last That's time. How I rubbed he, and touched you.
0: <laughs> That's not what you fucking said, but all right. Whatever. No, it's
1: fine. What. I'm saying is there was a level of intimacy there that is not that was not purely platonic. did oh, not feel not purely platonic to, right. to right. me. <laughs> right. Correct. Correct. And maybe that is just because I am gay and I'm like, if I was in this situation, I would feel like this wasn't purely platonic. But maybe if a straight girl was in this situation, She'd she be would like, be oh like, God. oh, my God, she's touching my hand. We're such good gal pals. That that's part of the reason why I thought that everybody was joking in the
0: comments, in the reviews being like, they're such good cow pals, they're such good cow pals. I'm like, they are they're not, but they are unfortunate.
1: Yeah. I mean, they, they did have a very good friendship it was an interesting um, arc that I they do, had. I do think they were fun characters, they bantered off of each other very
0: well, they did well to balance each other out, and I really liked their dynamic aside from the fact that I thought they could have been gay. That's it. That was the that's my only critique is that they should have been gay well, and they weren't. You win
1: some, you lose some. You win some, you lose them for a stars. I wish that the girls in The Key to You and Me were straight. I wish and they, these were. And they were girls were gay. gay.
0: If I could, if I could only just swap yep. their sexualities. Um, let's talk about plot for a little bit. So they're doing their little podcast, and they discover while researching on the murder, the tornado, the drowning of all the dogs at the pound. Um, that there is, in fact, a fourth bad thing that happened. Right. Which was that a young woman went missing. And now she was a foster child. And she was, she had just turned 18 around the time of her disappearance. Mm-hmm. Like, days um, before. After her disappearance.
1: And it's important to note that the reason that they look into this is because she happens to be in kind of like the same... She happened to be in the kind of same place in life that Bristol kind Mm -hmm. of is, like in the same socioeconomic class, kind of down on her luck. And Bristol relates to her in that Mm -hmm. way and is like, we can't just let another gal... Um just slide under yeah. the radar and be there, missing. She actually has a really
0: good line was just like, oh, like everybody was like, oh, well, people slip into the cracks. Like people slip through the cracks all the time. Right. And mm-hmm. Bristol has a line that's just like those funny thing about those cracks is they tend to be teenage girl shaped.
1: Yeah. And, and I think like, that was on the back of the book.
0: I was like, that's a sleigh. Yeah. That's that is correct. Um and I thought that was really um rad. So yeah, they find, they basically find a discrepancy within the newspaper that said that there were three missing people, um, mm-hmm. four missing people, when in reality there was only three at the time. Um, um, and so they were like, oh, well, everybody was accounted for. I was like, no, no, no. You only found three people, so who's the fourth? Um, and so they begin to investigate um, this young girl, Denise, whose name, whose last name. Uh, every, they, these bitches care a lot about last names in this country, Yeah.
1: I do not remember her last name, but Um, it doesn't matter.
0: But they're like, we got to find her. We got to find her. Now, the entire time I read this book, Mm -hmm. I thought her mom was going to turn out to be Denise because I don't think we ever learned about her last name. She was in the picture with the dad. She was in the picture with the dad and they thought that that was her. Right. Originally. And here's, here's the thing. They explicitly state that she's had plastic surgery. They mention Botox Botox, and uh,
1: fillers. So I'm just like, I think this is Denise. No. I don't think, honestly, if that was how it turned out, I would have had issues with that. Because I I would have been like, no one in the town knew. Like, (laughs) her Botox is that good that, like, no one in the town even remembers that she had a different name and is now just, like, masquerading around with, like, a BBL. Or something. <laughs> and they're like, oh my god, Denise, you look so different. She's like, no. Call me. <laughs> she well, doesn't have a name, so I was going to be like, call me mom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing, right? I am, maybe it's because I'm on, um, I'm on a different path than most people. If you saw a picture of me when I was 18 years old versus now, mm, two very different people.
1: Okay, but I. <laughs> now the narrative is going in places that that is just saying. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I don't think that this is, if she was Denise, <laughs> how could she have, how could she have what? She could, she's just going to become a different woman. Who kind of looks like her, and no one's gonna say anything, or even remember who she was before. Nobody gave a fuck about her. That was kind of the whole antithesis of, like, Bristol's point. Right, right, I know that, I know that, but people knew her mom when she was growing up there. Probably. They didn't say that! They didn't say it, but but it's assumed, I guess? Don't assume shit. Fine. I won't. Anyway, Lydia's <laughs> so, mom got a BBL, and is walking around and drinking wine, and <laughs> and she's trans, and that's not she, what I said. But <laughs> if, if she was, play. Play. but that's not what happened. I love
0: I love how you went because you trans and you make comment about how much how listeners I want you know. I'm on a micro dose of tea, and I have been working out for <laughs> listen. Three, don't put this all on me. Four here. months, maybe. Don't. In my opinion, I don't look that drastically different than what I did when I was 18. I might look a little different, but not by much. According to everyone who's ever seen a picture of me when I was 18, they're like, "Shit, dude, you've yeah, you changed.
1: Do. You do look a lot different." But like, I wouldn't be like, "Oh my god, <laughs> who is that? They're missing." <laughs> like, The search party. (laughs) Like it's not to that degree. (laughs) Age changes you.
0: Is what I'm trying. Okay, whatever.
1: So so does Botox, I guess. Um, But that's not what happened.
0: That's not what happened. Um, I forgot to talk about their little third act breakup, which is what I was. Yeah. But we're talking about the plot now. So eventually, as they continue, uh, Bristol specifically is doing research on. The murder and um, Lydia's doing research on the tornado um, they begin to put some pieces together about Bristol's uncle potentially having something to do with the murder
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and then about Bristol's uncle and Lydia's dad having to do something with the disappearance and then later it is revealed that unfortunately Denise was in fact murdered and buried somewhere around the town Uh, under a very big tree, I believe. And that, uh uh-oh, Lydia's dad did it. Yep. Yep. And that he has been...
1: Did you see that coming? I
0: didn't. I didn't either. I, to be... hmm. It was a decent enough plot twist. I didn't see it coming. I definitely was like, oh yeah. The second we knew about the uncle, I was like, he did some shady-ass shit. Because, let's be, let's all be honest, guys. Uncles be doing some shady ass shit.
1: Do you have an uncle? I mean, this isn't my experience with my uncle, but... Has he done? I'll let you have it. Like, I'm not saying that, like, all uncles are bad. Most people are uncles. <laughs> Most people are uncles? A significant portion
0: of the population are you uncles. You heard it here
1: first. God damn it! <laughs> you heard it here first. A
0: significant Most people... Of a significant portion... Of sibling havers, our become uncles, uncles become uncles. Every uncle I know, because they were teenage boys at some point.
1: Okay, I think you're did going some somewhere. Sh- did some it. shady shit, okay, right? Okay.
0: I'm not saying they did. Mur- all of them did a murder. Some right. of them might
1: have. Uncle taught me how to play D and D. So there you go. Where'd he?
0: Well, Satanic Panic. What the fuck was he doing? Play- learning to play D and D in the eighties. Exactly. Was he doing child sacrifices in a basement? He needs to read our book initiative in order to get out of this addiction. They found him with dice (laughs) in his stomach. Luca, they found dice in your uncle. They found dice in him.
1: My fingers are itching to roll. (laughs) (laughs) 1d4 plus 1.
0: That's the damage of magic missile. (laughs) Um, Towards the end of the novel, Lydia comes face to face with her dad at the base of the tree where uh, Miss Denise is buried. Um and he gives Lydia a choice. Shoot, like shoot him, and have her life be ruined, or shoot Bristol to shut up what, the only other person who can like speak on this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was tense. It was tense. And you know what she chose to do? Mm-hmm. Not shoot her girlfriend. She shoots mm-hmm. her dad, <laughs> and that's love, baby. And that's love. I. There was a second that I was like, I don't, because she's been, she was, Lydia had been shown to be, like, kind of ruthless and mean mm-hmm. on occasion to other people. And yeah. viewed.
1: It was and, growth.
0: Yeah, it was growth. And viewed other people as, like, means to an end.
1: Yeah, there was, like, that story that Bristol told because she was like, I know who you are. You're not this nice girl that you want everyone to think. In fact, I saw you kick this dude in the balls when we were little. <laughs> And because you knew that no one would believe him because you come from a better family and he didn't.
0: And even at the beginning, like, uh, Lydia saw Bristol as, like, a person to be used to get to the top. And was going to spin her allowing Bristol onto the podcast. As, like, an act of charity. As, like, a a charitable act and stuff. So there was a moment, like, because it's, like, see, gun goes off scene break, end of chapter and the next chapter. So like a mini between chapter. I knew she was I knew she wasn't, but for like 30 seconds as I was reading that I was like I, I, 50-50, I was like, I wouldn't be surprised, like, I think she's gonna shoot dad, not kill him
1: the, right, the thing that got me most was, like, she has to shoot someone. How good is she at aiming this <laughs> gun? <laughs> yeah, Because, like, it imagine? says that she shot him in the shoulder, yeah. which means she was ready to kill. Yeah. Because there's no way she could have shot him good enough to, to intentionally hit his shoulder and not either his chest or his head. Mm-hmm. She okay? was to kill. So Lydia was shooting to <laughs> Can kill. Can you imagine... If, what I was thinking was, like, oh, she's going to shoot him in the leg and incapacitate him. Yeah. That's what I thought would happen. But no, no,
0: she shot him in the shoulder. Or, like, she would shoot. Like, the, I also thought... So in my brain, there was three ways this was going to go, right? There was one way that I definitely... There, there were two ways that I was like, that's definitely going to happen. And the one that I was like, if this happens, I would be shocked. But it would, it would be well built upon and it would be, like, a satisfying plot twist, mm-hmm. right? Which was, bad ending, she... Bad ending. You choose to save Arcadia Bay. Chloe dies. <laughs> <laughs> so she, shoot, like, uh, she shoots personal. Right? right. So that to me. I was like, could happen. Don't think it would. Could happen. It would have been set up. Everything. Like, I wouldn't be mad about I it. I
1: rewind.
0: <laughs> ah, the <laughs> butterflies. This actually will have consequences. And then there were two. The two big ones was that she shoots at dad and hits him. And he, I obviously was like, they're not going to kill him. And then the second option is that she shoots at dad and misses. Right. Which I thought would have been funnier. It didn't do that. Um, I also think it would be funny if like like Bristol's uh, like, you chose to save me, you chose not to shoot me. And like internally, Lydia was like, I was fucking aiming for you. Yeah! <laughs> like shit. <laughs> yeah, no I, n- I would never. <laughs>
1: I would never. We're besties. <laughs> She's the worst <laughs> shot in the world. She's just so fucking bad at it. Um, I think it would have been interesting, and its I'm not saying that she should have done this in mm. any way, shape, or form, but what if she had killed her dad, and didn't mean to, I think, but killed the dad? I think, I think that would have been interesting. That would have been
0: interesting, and I think that Bristol would have helped her cover it up.
1: That would have been really cool I mean. as an ending to see them yeah, covering, covering it up and covering like, up a, s- a different murder, right? A long stretch of bad days, well, part two. True. Yeah, <laughs> Miss the McGinnis. one where they kill someone. Miss, Miss McGinnis, I they were begging you to write a sequel want, to this book where they're
0: gay and kill someone. <laughs> so again, towards the end of the book, we get some very gay moments, in my opinion. Which was, I turn to look at her, but Bristol's smile is infectious, and I end up laughing. How? After everything, I don't know. But Bristol Jameson can still make me smile. I sigh, lift my hair off the back of my neck where the sweat was trailing.
1: That was more intimate and romantic than the entirety of
0: the key to you and me. <laughs> Literally. And that and that had fucking sex in it. That Unfortunately. One, that one had sex scenes very, in it. Very,
1: very unfortunately did. And this yeah.
0: You know, dipshit. Look at you,
1: raspberry <laughs> mouse. <moss. laughs>
0: that book makes me want to die inside.
1: Breading your horse is me. <laughs> I'll
0: stop. Please. Please. Um, here's another one. I know, dipshit, Bristol says. And by the way, I kind of heart you. I kind of heart you too, I say. Tears freaking at my eyes. That part was so teen. That was so teen. That was so, like, YA. But it was, like,
1: ironic. You know, like, the, they do, like, the little hand, like, the I finger part. I love doing thing. these. Some people can't do them. The little, The What do you mean? The finger hearts? do it. Like, how I've, can you not do it? I've
0: met two people in my real life, and they know who they are, and if they're listening to this, they'll know I'm calling them out right now, who I had to, like, the friend group had to train them. Because they're like, how do your fingers go? You just... It's just—it's like when you're done snapping. Yeah. So one of them had like in order to do it would have to snap in order to do it every single time. Why
1: can't you put your fingers in that? You tell me. You tell me. This is what happens when you sit out in gym class, folks. You lose don't, all the con- no, brain no, connection no, don't to your physicality. That. Don't
0: say that. Why? We can't say that.
1: Okay, you can cut it out. It's fine. No, I'm going <laughs> to
0: keep it in. I think it's funny, <laughs> okay. but I think like, you can't say that.
1: I can't say that? Yeah. Why? I feel like we're, that would offend some people. Why?
0: Because they'll be like, oh, you're...
1: Hey, listen, I didn't go to a gym class for all four years of high school because I went to that performing arts school and some of those kids danced. I didn't. But they got out of gym for it and so did I. Don't don't
0: look at me like that, little freak. Anyway, this book was good. This book was good. As much as we're making fun of, like, we're making fun of, like, it's gay, it's gay, it's gay. It's not gay. This is not queer bait we literally built this up in our heads we yeah. made it up and we because we made it up and we were thinking we about it we literally saw two girls on the cover <laughs> of a book <laughs> and, and we were like, like this is gay they're lesbians they're so gay um yeah we built us we built we're not accusing miss Mindy mcginnis who is a school, who was a school librarian for some time yes which is a major slay major slay opinion. um we see you real recognizes real real recognizes real um i think that of all the books we've read so far, this one is the best. Yes, this one's the best, even despite despite it not being gay. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, this one's the what best. What I'm, I'm saying that more as like a constructive critique. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I can't tell, like, if, like, like, girl, your books are great. You know, yeah, want to make them was better. So good. Your book was so good. You know, Miss, what make it better, Miss
0: McGinnis. If we're a little gay, I don't know if you're married. I apologize, Miss Mindy. Miss Mindy. Okay, going southern I, on her. I'm go real, real southern shit right here. Also, wait, hold up, hold up. Before I go, so they are in Ohio, right? Yeah. This, this book takes place in Ohio. They say crawdads in the book. Uh-huh. They mention crawdads. I've never heard anybody in my entire 24 years of living on God's green earth mm-hmm. ever heard anybody below the Mason Dixon line use the term crawdads.
1: Okay. I was just like, who the fuck? Where are you? You know what? I trust uh, Miss Mindy. I trust Miss Mindy. um, She's from Ohio. She's from Ohio, and if she says crawdads, these bitches say crawdads. No, I'm not.
0: This is this was more like a what? Where are we? Kind of situation. Ohio, baby. Apparently, Ohio. Um, Yeah, this book was very good. I characters were Mm. interesting. Once I got past the Mm. initial like ten pages of. I'm Lydia
1: Chas. That's what ex- that's what's expected of the Chas family. It was a little bit of a rough opening. Yeah, a little bit of a rough opening that would have steered me away from the book had I not continued reading you yep. with you. Yeah. However, despite that, I think it turned out to be a really good book, and I was pleasantly surprised with how I it was turned out. I was very surprised, and I again given the opening, I'm I would thrilled. read more from
0: her. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I'm thrilled. Um, again, about the queer, the quote-unquote bait, Not real. Didn't actually happen. It's not real, guys. We're not accusing her. Miss Mindy, for listening to this, we're we not accusing- We queerbaited ourselves. We queerbaited ourselves. Using
1: your book. I and think, I'm so sorry. I think <laughs>
0: that it is, yeah. I think <laughs> that good writing that could be read as having subtextual queerness in it, right? I do think the characters have very good on screen banter and chemistry, mm-hmm. and Miss Mindy, if you ever wanted to write a queer romance, I think
1: you could pull it off. I think you could. I think you could really pull it off. Yeah, I because this was genuine. Little little step. This away was literally from there. if literally
0: the words. Then we kissed was added. I would be like slay. <laughs> believable a hundred billion stars, and that was all you wrote. Just three little words, and we
1: kissed. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Right. It doesn't even have to be that much. Yeah.
0: Editor Anderson here with a quick update to let you all know we record these in bulk several weeks if not months in advance prior to your listening experience so I have time to edit them and despite that fact normally these are late anyway however after we recorded this several weeks later Luca DMs me on discord letting me know that Minnie McGinnis is in fact making a gay book or at least one with a sapphic protagonist so our prayers have been answered thank you uh to Miss Mindy McGinnis for listening to us despite the fact that this episode has not got out yet. No, I think I think if she ever wanted to write a queer like a book that had a queer romance in it she could very easily
1: yeah. pull this off with the writing And sometimes pregnant. I feel that like I, I know there's some contention mm-hmm. in people being like oh, if you're not part of X community you cannot write X and I don't know if I agree with that mm-hmm. Um, in some ways, it's like, can some people that are not part of that community not write that viewpoint authentically without, like, truly understanding it or consulting with other people yeah. or, like, the looking correct- into it? Having
0: the nuances, having those, li- like, lived experiences, mm-hmm. like, obviously, yeah, the, yeah. yeah, there will be a level of off- authenticity. Awesome there would be a level of authenticity that could not be achieved when you're outside of a group writing right. about the experiences of a group.
1: However, if you're not writing about the experiences of the group and you are just writing like this is a character who happens to be X, but the narrative of my story is something completely different. I don't think that that's necessarily, like, a deal-breaker for you not to be able to write that character. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I also think that in this this context of, like, a romance... Like, again, the book
0: isn't a romance. There Mm -hmm. is no romance. Right. The closest thing we get to any form of, like, on-screen sexuality, sexuality being somebody's gender preferences when it comes to romance and sex, is Lydia being like, yeah... That, um, Bristol's Uncle Dover was, was kind of hot as a teenager and he's kind of hot still now in like a weird evil way that is it
1: yeah that is the only level and Bristol being like so are yeah and we, also are we, we gonna don't have fuck. sex yeah. or like what like yeah. what is this all about that's, that's it that is literally it
0: so I think yeah I think this like there wouldn't be any issues with her right like again just writing that in I right. think if anything again I think the narrative would be improved five stars Miss Miss Vindy, Insta five stars if you write me a short story right now. It doesn't have to be 30, p- 30, words. 30 words, thirty
1: words, thirty
0: words. I love Bristol Jameson. That's four.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Actually, I'm going to say twenty five. Like this is ascending style in D and D. I
1: like to kiss her.
0: Yeah, I, a so, lot. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, more. so I love Bristol oh, Jameson. Jameson four. I, I like, like to kiss her, her a lot. So we're at 11 now, right? We're doing this like a sending spell to 25 words. Yeah. I'm Lydia Chass <laughs> I'm Lydia Chass. We and, and and
1: I I was gay was gay <laughs> the whole time <laughs> the whole time.
0: We have four more words. I love Bristol. I love Bristol. Bye. Bye. But it's bi as in B-I because she's bisexual. Yeah. We got it. We did it. We did it. We did it. Miss Mindy, just write that down. Publish it. (laughs) I will instantly, I will sing this book's praises till the end of time. I mean, I'll sing this book's praises Absolutely, yeah. I think it was good. good. I would definitely be recommending this to, um... My little mystery havers up in the yeah. tween section if they enjoy if they're at that reading level yeah and I would definitely if I had ever get
1: maybe have, maybe it's just because I'm a sucker for romance is that I wanted it in the story yeah you do you will give so much more
0: um, leeway if you think the romance is good to a book it's very true you'll just be like fuck yeah
1: send it yeah 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 it's very true um, all in all I gave
0: this uh, four stars. I'm around the
1: same, um, this is like four, um, four good days. Yeah, I was gonna say, of, out
0: of, out of a, a long stretch of two, days, four pretty good days. Four pretty good days. <laughs> four pretty good days. <laughs> and don't forget the Dewey Decimal System is your friend.
1: Who's Dewey? Oh, so what else are we reading right now that we're enjoying? Well, I just finished Jacoby by R.F. <clears throat> Rick Writer?
0: I think that's a lot- le- yeah, I saw you carrying that one around. Yeah, I was carrying that around for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposed to be like Doctor Who meets Sherlock in New England. Um, and it's only Sherlock in the sense that he's kind of a detective. And it's only Doctor Who So that Who.
1: description made you want to read it? No,
0: what made me want to read it was the fact that it was first don't Sorry fucking, for being a
1: hater. Yeah, I no. Know.
0: First, don't fucking interrupt me. <laughs> I was in the middle of a description. I'm sorry. And then I'll get back to your question. All right. So it's only Sherlock Holmes in the sense that he's kind of a detective, and it's only Doctor Who in the sense that he is that he's a gangly white boy, um, and he has a clever young lady as his assistant, um, and then just like supernatural creatures, and it's a murder mystery. Um, I did enjoy it. I'm giving this one uh, three point five stars. I thought the characters were fun. I'm glad that did again. I'm glad that it didn't end in a romance. Um, twist straight, but whatever. And to answer your question, what made me want to read this was the fact that it was a Nutmeg nominee in 2017. Oh, okay. And several people I know were like, read it. And also, one of, I feel like it was one of our coworkers' vibes. And before, and you know exactly which coworker I'm talking yeah. about. And if she's listening to this, AOE, you're dope as hell. Um, and I was like, I think you would like, this. I just, before I gave it to her, i be like, I think you'll like this. I wanted to read it to see if it Did you think it was
1: interesting? Yeah, like- I thought it was legitimately interesting.
0: Okay. I think I will definitely read more. I like things that get into, like, mythology and stuff. And I love supernatural creatures. Okay. I was cool. reading a bunch cool. of, like, supernatural creature books today at work. Because nice. I have to make my mon- Myth and Monsters display for next month. Ooh, that's fun. I learned a lot about werewolves today. That's funny. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, what are you reading? Well, first, I wanted to say that the only reason I had an issue there was because you mentioned Doctor Who and uh, Sherlock, and I was like, "What territory are we about to step into?"
0: It is unfortunately. It feels like this was like written. It was written by a man, so I. don't... I mean, men can be into super lock, I guess, but it. It was. It was <laughs> giving. Super- are you somehow gatekeeping that? I want. Okay, everybody who's here. If you know what Super Hulak is, I want you to picture, I want you, right now in your mind's eye, picture the typical Super Hulak fan that's not a man. It, they're not men, in my brain. They're 14-year-old girls on Tumblr when I was a 14-year-old girl on Tumblr. Yeah.
1: I mean, unfortunately, you are, right? Yeah. Um. This in, like, 2012 Yeah. Yeah. They give or take that era. Um.
0: So I don't think this is Super hulak fan fiction, but it was giving Super Hulock. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And you're okay. reading. And I'm also going to talk about something that you're going to be upset about. Oh!
0: <laughs> I'm oh.
1: reading here. Okay,
0: I'm... wait, no, wait, no, we're pandering, we're pandering, we're pandering. I gotta, I gotta be nice about it.
1: Okay. Because we're pandering.
0: <laughs> yes, I love this book. <laughs> Shut, <laughs> up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut <laughs>
1: up. Slay girl. Slay girl queen. <laughs>
0: Okay, tell tell me about All the right. book. I Alright, huh.
1: I've been reading One Last Stop by Casey McQuiston. And I didn't know if I was going to like Everybody this or not. Everybody has been, like, well, everyone on the internet. Like, I've seen this book everywhere.
0: I've literally seen this bitch everywhere.
1: i see this bitch everywhere. And so I was like, you know what, let me give it a shot and see. I had a friend who was like, I read it and it was actually pretty good. Give it a shot. And so I finally was like, yeah, you know what, I've been seeing, like, this book everywhere, so let me give it a shot. And so I did, and I actually think that the narrative is more interesting than the romance aspect of it. Like, I like the idea of a person being trapped, like, locked in time on the subway, and, like, all of the issues that come with that, and trying to figure out like, how that is going to logistically play out and, like, fix that situation. I think that that narrative is very interesting with the romance peppered on top of it, rather than it just being a, str- like a straight-up romance and that aspect of it not really being handled well, okay? So that's what I enjoyed about it. Um, I am going to mention, however, that when you brought up to me the fact that McQuiston does not handle um, uh, BIPOC representation, um, I've never heard anybody say it like that. What do you only, want me I, to say? I've only ever heard people say BIPOC. Yeah. It could have gone. I, I feel like I could have said it either way, and you would have been like, <laughs> "If you say it like that, like That's I feel funny. like, like I, I can't do anything <laughs> right," you know. Um, also, I to say, hey, remember how you got through that
0: entire um, summary of the book? Uh-huh. See how I did that without interrupting? <laughs> They're flipping me off right now. Oh, and the way that I do it, which is fe- where my curled fingers are facing the person I'm flipping off.
1: Um, so, I I just think that sometimes when I read a romance, the only part of the narrative itself that's interesting is like, Oh, it's so steamy. They're <laughs> they're having a romance. It's so hot. Why are it's you? so a, sexy. Why are you a forty year old soccer <laughs> mom? <laughs> you know, yeah. because those are the people that read romance. Sorry. No. That I know that read romance. Fair enough. Okay, because they're all coming in and they're all ordering those books to be put on hold, and there's so much calling over. Yeah. And Remember, uh, guys, if we get to Ward.
0: if we get to 100 listeners, we will read Colleen Hoover. I will... Actually, no, hold up, scratch that. If somebody pays us 50 U.S. dollars for will
1: read Honestly, I will read anything if, you, if you're going to pay me Yeah, if you for gave it. me $50. If you gave us $50. Right. 25 between the two of us. We would make an episode. I will make an episode dedicated
0: to you by name. Whatever you wanted. Whatever you wanted me to read. Whatever. Except for Homestuck. I'm not spending 12 hours of my life reading that.
1: It's just too long. It's just too long.
0: It, okay, let me rephrase this. Wait, wait, wait. Let me let me change the offer. Any,
1: any average-sized book. Hold up, hold up, hold up.
0: <laughs> I'm going to change it. <laughs>
1: 50 US dollars to my PayPal. Okay?
0: I will. We will make an episode, an hour-long episode of dedicated to the thing you
1: wanted us to read. 400 pages or less. 400 pages or less. I will take Indie published it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the... This- that mean? No, no. T- oh, they're no- like read my immortal. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> no tino shade. Um, no tino shade. I will not be reading fan fiction. I will not be reading self published stuff. Not because I think self. I will not be beta reading your yeah. Novel. I will not be reading your novel. Um, because I just would feel bad about somebody being like, hey, read this indie like this um self published work that somebody wrote, and I don't like it because then I'll feel bad about it. Okay.
1: Yeah. Alright, we're on a tangent now. A tangent. I was talking about one your last book, stuff And your you book. were like, look at how I didn't interrupt you. And I then did. you had your whole <laughs> like advertisement. Like you I'm growing you, our brand. You I'm inter- growing our brand. You interrupted me with like an ad break. <laughs> like like right after congratulating yourself for not interrupting me. If this is one fucking thing, fucking asshole.
0: Gonna do, if there's one thing I'm gonna do is I'm going to jerk myself off.
1: And I'm going to promote... Send it. Send it.
0: (laughs) Finish what you were saying about this
1: fucking book. What I was saying is that, however, (laughs) the BIPOC, or BIPOC, however you want to say it, representation in this book, I think feels a little bit like Casey McQuiston, Google searched Chinese people, and then just, like, wrote whatever she found about what she thinks Chinese people are like into this character. Am I allowed to say that? I th-
0: mm. Are you pertinent? I think you are. In the sense that you're like I like I'm assuming
1: you know Chinese people.
0: I know a fair few.
1: Yeah. Okay, let me rephrase this. Oh god. I think that so you can you can cut out from here. Yeah. I think that Casey McQuiston, um, does a good job writing romance. I think the narrative of this book flows really well and it's engaging. However, I do think that some of her characters do feel a little bit like, um, stereotyped representations of the cultures that they come from in certain ways. And I think that could be improved upon going forward in her writing. Am I saying it's a bad book? No. Am I saying it's an amazing book without any flaws? also, no. Am I saying I'm enjoying it and it's a fun little rope? Yeah.
0: yeah. I think that goes
1: into what we said about like authenticity
0: and like who is selling authentic? Uh, yeah uh, experiences.
1: Like would I represent I present mean... this book as a pick for anything but like us like sapphic or queer representation? Oh, yeah. Definitely. no.
0: Yeah, I mean, then again, to your point, who the hell is going to this book for authentic, like, Chinese-American, like, representation? Yeah, it's... If you are, seek help. (laughs) There are so many great books. Melinda Lowe, if you're looking for great Chinese, sapphic Chinese-American representation in novels. uh, Fuck. Last Night of the Telegraph Club. Great book. Historical Gay Romance. Mm -hmm. Send it. Send it. Editor Anderson here to let y'all know that our next episode is going to be on how to excavate a heart. So get excited for our holiday episode as well as a few extra treats as the year comes to a close. All right, send it.